Welcome to the Emerging Artist Development Podcast. I'm your host, Nathan Dose. This show is committed to providing developing artists the tools to create an emerging moment. All the tips and tricks you'll learn here are borrowed from 0 to 60 by AGD, an artist development program. Whenever we're recording a podcast, we're live in our Discord channel and available for Q&A. So if you're not a part of that artist community, come and join us and we'll get your questions answered. All right, let's get started. Good morning, everybody. It is a rainy and kind of spooky Halloween morning. Monday morning, October 31st, 2022. And uh, just uh, just excited to, to dive into the week and begin to get reflective on the year and start planning for next year and things like that. Last night, we went out and uh, trick-or-treated in our, in our neighborhood. It was funny as we were setting up the trick-or-treating plans with some of our neighbors. Most of my neighborhood, I live out in Pegram, Tennessee. For those of you who aren't in the Nashville area, that's kind of west of Nashville. And uh, and it was funny because the the neighborhood didn't know how many kids had moved in and they were all really excited to have kids trick-or-treating because a lot of the neighbors are um, a little older and, you know, either have kids that are teenagers or off to college or off, you know, you know, they're actually older and have families of their own. So just kind of this refreshing new thing for our neighborhood that we got to be a part of. And uh, it just was a really special time. So I hope everybody's having a good spooky season. All right, so let's dive in to this emerging artist development podcast. Um, I want to start with the very first discovery question out of our um, 0 to 60 by AGD discovery module. Um, and the discovery work that that all of our artists go through when they start the zero to sixty program. Um, for anybody that watched the workshop or uh, you know has consumed some of the content, you'll know that the discovery phase, ironically, was the last phase that I brought into the zero to sixty program. Uh, I am a starter. I am a go-getter. I am a get down to brass tacks. And so for me, discovery, like taking the time to really think about what something is, um, was something that I, I, I honestly rushed through in a lot of my, um, time working with artists as well as working on my own projects and things like that. And so when I landed on the value of deep diving into what something was, its intentions, its, you know, its core, and we started to build out the discovery phase in its fullness, um, everything's just gone so much better since we did that. And so, um, Anyhow, so I want to take us through the first question, the very first question from the discovery module. And this is in the section roles 
and workload. Okay, and so the first question is, what roles do you wish to fulfill in your career as an artist? What roles do you wish to fulfill in your career path as an artist? And I'll just note, this is from our artist discovery, and we do have an industry discovery as well. Very, very similar questions, just framed a little bit different for the industry path. All right. And so the answers here, we have select all that apply, and that is performer, songwriter, musician, producer, content creator, entrepreneur. Those are your options from this question. I'm going to read those again. Performer, songwriter, musician, producer, content creator, and entrepreneur. And in parentheses there, I have additional business enterprises beyond music for entrepreneurs. So I think this question is really, really pertinent. And it's why I started the whole thing is because I think for a lot of artists, especially these first three options, remember this question is select all that apply. And, you know, I think, I think for a lot of artists, they don't really think about the difference between performer, songwriter, and musician. And again, the question is, what roles do you wish to fulfill in your career path as an artist? And I think the biggest unlock that can come from this is when an artist is going through and selecting all that apply, right? And they get to musician and they go, you know what? I don't really want to be the musician. I can play guitar. I can play piano. Um, but I don't want to be a musician outside of maybe singing. And maybe the way this question is formatted, they, they can say, I don't, I don't want to be a musician. Um, and that can kind of unlock for them. Um, and then we have other creatives who we find out really don't want to perform and that's all okay. It's, it's what roles do you wish to fulfill in your career path? Now I can assume, and I think my team would affirm that most artists select the first three out of the gate. They, most artists want to be performers. They want to be songwriters and they want to be musicians, but just those three options kind of broken apart and allowing them to think about that, I think is just really great. And then we have these next three that I think are really important. And so that's producer, content creator, and entrepreneur. And, you know, the producer one is interesting to me because I think a lot of artists would like to produce their own music. And I want to just kind of bear down here that 
like as a producer, that doesn't mean that you're a recording engineer. Okay. I, I left that out as an option because that's a whole different thing. An engineer doesn't really create um, or, or have that big of a role in the creative process. Now, some engineers might take offense to that. Um, I mean, no offense in, in that. I mean, like, I think the work of an engineer is like super stellar. The, the audio, the quality, understanding how to capture all that is like so important, but it's just different. And so I, you know, I don't, if you are an engineer and you're also an artist, good for you. You have two skill sets that complement each other um, and allow you to do the producer work that you want to do. Um, but I think it's important that even if somebody maybe doesn't have the skill set to be a producer in their career at the beginning that they are outlining that they would like to be. And again, what roles would you like to fulfill? And then I think most people leave off content creator. They don't want to be a content creator. But for our team, when we're doing these audits and we're creating career paths for artists, when somebody does select, yeah, I want to be a content creator. I like creating content. That helps us to know like, okay, cool. We can build a, a content heavy um, plan for this artist. And then when they leave it off, we, we can know, okay, this, we're going to have to create a plan and a strategy that, that walks us into the needs of content with this person very clearly not wanting to be considered a content creator. So I hope that makes sense for everybody. Um, so yeah, and then last is entrepreneur, additional business enterprises. And I am, I'm like purebred, like entrepreneur in my bones, starting my first businesses from 10 years old, um, turning every single creative project into a business as quickly as possible um, for better or for worse. And so for me, it, it's been interesting to meet and connect and learn from artists who, who very much do not want to do that. They want creativity to stay very creative and they want it to become financially charged, um, at like the last possible moment. Um, and they're thinking about that at the last possible moment. So the idea of having additional business enterprises to them is not exciting. Um, and that's just been really great to learn from. So this is the first question in our discovery module, roles and workload. And so I hope that helps some people to think through those. Um, and I, and I hope you take something away from this discovery question. And here's your task of the day. All right. So, uh, the task of the day comes to you from our branding pillar and in our setup phase. Um, the task of the day that we're going to tackle today is branding guidelines. Um, branding guidelines are an interesting, you know, 
an interesting concept. I think a lot of people who are uh, creative, you know, feel like this is baked in. Um, they probably feel like they have a clear aesthetic and that's clear to them. But depending on how strong of a communicator you are and, and the aesthetic ideally should be nuanced, your brand should be nuanced. And when collaborating with people and as you start to get requests for people to do work with you, um, those nuances are going to be lost in translation. They're going to be lost in communication. And especially as you start to build out a team, other people have to communicate that for you. When you have a booking agent or a manager, they have to uh, communicate that on your behalf or a band leader, um, tour manager, you know, all these people, they have to be able to communicate what the brand is. And so establishing branding guidelines is, uh, something that goes a, a very long way for your branding pillar. It's going to just establish everything. And so, um, what are branding guidelines? They are, you know, going in and setting all of the parameters for the things that represent your visual brand. So this looks like setting a wardrobe for you, your band, your additional performers, maybe so far as your crew, um, anybody that is seen with you as an extension of the brand should have a clear understanding of the wardrobe. And I think that this is also important for singer songwriters to set for themselves. It's really easy to get all dressed up for a photo shoot or a video shoot and then not feel like you have to extend that level of care to your live performance. And so you, um, you skip on the wardrobe when you're playing shows, but then your brand is disjointed and you are not connecting the dots between, you know, what is happening in your official content and at your official shows. These are both official representations of your brand and need to be congruent. So it's important that you set what your wardrobe is going to be and be congruent. Um, and this extends to TikTok, you know, in my opinion, uh, some people might disagree that TikTok should be more casual, things like this. And maybe that's the case, but I, I think it needs to be done. So at, like, I like the transition videos of somebody showing casual and then like maybe a transition video into wardrobe. If you have a more extensive wardrobe, that's, that's cool. That's a cool, uh, that's a cool content piece, right? To show the difference between how you dress day to day and then what your performance wardrobe is and showing the guidelines that you've created for your own brand. So I think that's cool. And then uh, other things are fonts, um, knowing what fonts are used within your logo and then matching those fonts to any, um, any, you know, your website to any, anywhere that you are, you know, being branded 
if you can match fonts as best as possible. So knowing what your fonts are, um, having those fonts available to you, like actually having the font files available, not just for yourself, but that those font files can be sent to anybody that you're collaborating with so that the same fonts are used across all products. Um, a color palette that is consistent and ideally um, complementary. Um, sometimes color palettes are created by different um, content pieces like photo shoots, and they may not be congruent from one single to the next. And so setting your branding guidelines before you create any content can go a really long way. So like if you're color coding single releases or something like that, which is a common strategy, cool aesthetic that they are complementary colors. So setting your color palette. Um, yeah, that's kind of, uh, that's kind of it. And I'm in our Asana um, task here i'm just reading from our asana task for those for artists who go through the zero to 60 program we've built out 350 tasks into asana if you're not using asana it's a great task fulfillment program um, app and in here uh, another task has been dropped into the subtasks of the branding guidelines that is focused on um tour routing so this is just a mistake here and i'm like I'm going, what do regions and demographics have to do with branding guidelines? So um, we're going to have to go in and fix that. But uh, all right. So your task of the day is branding guidelines. I hope uh, I hope this is this has helped you all. Inspiration Highway. Confidence is cool. Knowing who you are and expressing that at 110% velocity at all times without any hesitancy and at the utmost confidence will always be cool to someone, maybe not to everyone, but you don't need everyone. The world is abundant. There are enough people out there who will identify with who you are and when they see you in all your confidence, they will feel seen by seeing you and they'll think you're cool. And that's the game. That's the game. Wow, you made it to the end of the episode. I'm impressed. Uh, listen, I want to keep the conversation going. I want to hear your questions, your ideas, what this made you think about, uh, where your challenges are, and, uh, and maybe we'll have you come on the podcast to talk about it. We are live in the Discord often, so be sure to jump in the Discord and, and discuss these things with us. And then if you haven't yet, you really got to go over to zero to 60 by aging.com and you got to watch the free workshop because there's some really good stuff in that workshop. It's like 45 minutes of like solid stuff. I'm Nathan Dose, founder of AGD Entertainment, author of zero to 60. Thanks for hanging out with us. Have a good day. Uh,